For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is Lydia Reports on 77 WABC. Here's Lydia Serrani. I know a lot of people think I'm in studio, but I'm working from home because I, I have to put my kid, I have to send her to school and drop her off at daycare, uh, which brings me to the subject of my Lydia reports is that my daughter's only four years old, but everybody has to wear a mask. And now a new landmark study reveals what we've known all along is that masks hurt kids, especially kids from the age of uh they said, you know, zero, which is obviously, you know, pre one year old to five That's years a Frank old. Frank Rano's uh, kid is uh, like zero right now. Beautiful. Carmine. Exactly. Exactly. Little Carmine. What a beautiful baby boy. Thank God he looks like Rachel. But anyway, oh. so face. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, he, he, I don't know. Anyway, so face kids harm kids development. This is according to Brown University scientists and overall development dropped 23 percent across the board. Wearing masks significantly reduced their verbal, their motor, and overall cognitive performance. The nonverbal cues dropped significantly. I mean, it is so ridiculous that we're having our kids. I mean, I know it's it's a cause close to my heart because my daughter wears it. But there's kids out there that also have speech delays. They could be on the spectrum. They could have autism. And this is having such a severe impact on them because they're not able to communicate, especially when they are actually learning how to communicate. And they can't because the teacher's wearing a mask. The kids are wearing a mask. And it's out of control. Meanwhile, the CDC reports that 731 kids across the country died from COVID. This is from up to 18 years old. And this is from March of 2020, the height of the pandemic, all the way up until uh, just a few days ago. So 731 kids and all of those kids had underlying, severe underlying conditions. So why are we masking up our kids? Why are we torturing them? Why do we know this is harming them? We know it uh, for a fact now that you pointed that out. We've known it, as you pointed out as well, for a long, long time. And for some reason, the teachers' unions insist they put themselves ahead of the kids. They they say, for our protection, the kids should wear. For your protection, what about the kids? Teachers' unions, what about the kids? Randy Weingarten, what about the kids? Michael Mulgrew, it's the teachers' unions that are forcing these kids to undergo this suffocation, this cruel and unusual punishment. I mean, for a kid, it's got to be traumatizing going to school. And everybody's wearing a freaking mask. You know how sinister it looks, even to me. I mean, imagine if you're like eight years old and you're going to school and everybody's wearing, especially, you know, in some of these schools where the kids dress, they look like little hoodlums with masks on. Like they're going to, you know, whip out a piece and rip you off or something like that. It's terrible, Lydia. It's awful. And I feel so horrible for people like you with young kids going through it. I can only imagine. I mean, if it was my kid, I just know how much I love my kids. I can imagine if they were doing this, I'd be furious. Where are the teachers who are in the unions speaking out against their union? Let's hear from you guys, all right? 
I, I swear, you know how we have the crack babies, you know, that's why we see a lot of the crimes being committed by people like in their mid thirties, because those were, they were born to, you know, they were crack addicted, their parents or their mothers, whatever. We're going to have COVID kids. I'm telling you like 20, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, we're going to be like, oh, that kid's a weirdo. Oh yeah. He's a COVID kid. He grew up having to wear a mask all the time. And this study was done by Brown University. It doesn't get more left and more liberal than Brown. So for them to come out with these kind of statistics, you know, it's it's twice as bad. You know, they're saying it's overall 23% drop significantly from a hundred mean score. I'm not really sure exactly what that means. A hundred mean score. It's very complicated down to 80. I mean, these are significant percentages. It's probably twice as bad. And then of course the study noted that the kids that are most severely impacted by mask wearing are kids from poor households, specifically boys. So here we go again. This is who is being impacted. All of these progressive policies, once again, hurting the very people they are claiming to protect, you know, kids from the inner city communities. And it's just it's what, horrifying. What, the, uh, the other story I wanted to bring it up does, to you. The masks don't even work. That's just uh, one no, thing I wanted no. to drop in there. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Sorry. The other story I was debating whether or not to do in San Francisco, there is a former former cop. He's a retired cop, but he was a security guard for K-Ron, a TV station, local TV station out there, Kevin Nishida. He was shot dead while trying to protect a camera crew because what's going out, going on in San Francisco, and by the way, a Chicago TV crew had their car carjacked. Their news vehicle was carjacked. So news teams across the country are being targeted by thieves, specifically in San Francisco. And what I'm noticing by my TV friends is they're like, oh, and, you know, management, you know, they need to send more security. They need to do this. They need to do that. Why not be a journalist and tell the truth and, and talk about how the, the laws are what is is causing all of this, allowing these corrupt DAs, allowing the criminals to go out on the streets and rob you guys. Stop pushing these progressive or liberal policies, and then you won't have to worry about doing your job and being held up at gunpoint. This is how bad it's gotten in San Francisco, that they literally have to have security guards with them at all times because they're walking, moving targets. And instead yeah. of the reporters actually reporting the news about what is going on, they're they're lamenting about their management not sending out enough security guards for them. Is this like to me? It's not even making sense. I don't know about what you guys I, think. I, I, here's what I think. I think store owners should be able to shoot looters on site. I think that would deter some looters. I think the uh, DeSantis down in Florida said you can do that, right? You can run them over uh, with right, your car. He, he expressed that sentiment, right? But, uh, I, don't think, it I don't think it's a yet. law, but. I think that would, uh, if store owners went out and they started shooting looters uh, in the stores on site, yeah, I think that would uh, the, the would go a long way to prohibiting, uh, to, it, to curbing the problem. Burn. It's a start burn. Right? And it, and it would start be such there. a feel-good story. You know, uh, three looters were killed today by, uh, you know. That's what they did, by the way, in during the uh, Rodney King riots. The Koreans in Koreatown in Los Angeles, yeah. there was no police protection. No. The Koreans got out there with their rifles. They started shooting at mofos left and right. And they protected their stores. They saved Koreatown out in L.A. during the riots. There you have it. Uh, Lydia, as always, that's a uh, great job. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. I, I And I also have another radical idea. How about if somebody's arrested with a gun or arrested for a crime, they're kept behind bars? <laughs> right? How about that? Wow, wow. 
Yeah, I'm going to exactly. get into Exactly. That. that is so radical. How about we do that? Yeah. The, uh, the, so I will be sitting alongside John Katzmatidis tonight. I'm his sidekick at 5 o'clock, and we'll have Bill O'Reilly, no doubt, every Monday. And you'll have newsmakers from around the world. And we break it down and give you the real issues that you see the mainstream media. They don't want to talk about. They want to ignore. And we give it to you straight, like just like you guys do on Bernie and Sid, and we do throughout the day on WABC Radio. So check us out, 5 o'clock, John Katzmatidis, Cats at Night. I actually listen. Uh, Lydia is like the MC. She does a great yeah, job. Lydia Serrano, uh, Cats at Night, 5 o'clock. Check her out. Thank you, Lydia.